is a presentation of the Michigan Sports Network. Thursdays on the Huge Radio Network are presented by Tom Rosenbach and his team at Bean Carter. They're one of America's top accounting and business firms. They're based in West Michigan, but service the entire state and coast to coast. You can find out more at BeanCarter.com. They can help your business now. That's BeanCarter.com. Thursdays on the Huge Show across Michigan are presented by Bean Carter. We are back live across Michigan on a Thursday broadcast of Superfly Hayes as our executive producer. A busy day talking about Michigan TCU in the college football playoff semifinal. John U. Bacon, New York Times bestselling author. He knows everything about Michigan. He'll join us coming up in a few moments. We'll get his thoughts on the Harbaugh era, this football team. I heard uh, Anthony Bellino on X's and Bros that some are calling J.J. McCarthy the best quarterback to ever play at Michigan. You know, you won a national championship, I think uh, he'll be in that argument. He would for one year as a starter. By the way, speaking of Anthony Bellino and X's and Bros and the Michigan Sports Network, they are giving away the maize and blue trip of a lifetime. Think about this. How would you like to win airfare for two, three nights at a luxurious Scottsdale, Arizona resort, tickets to Michigan TCU, two tickets, uh, parties, breakfast, uh, pregame bash, postgame, all the transportation to and from the game and more. All you have to do is text Gold Blue as one word to 21,000. You have to be 21 and up, one entry per phone number. Text Go Blue as one word, G O B L U E, to 21,000, and the winner will be announced on December 14th at noon. Text Go Blue, G O B L U E, one word, out of 21,000. Do it. Okay, it has to be one word. Some are putting spaces in between. If you don't get the bounce back text, the only bounce back you'll get that as for your birthday that validates your entry, text Go Blue out of 21000. And good luck uh, with your chance at winning that maize and blue trip of a lifetime. Uh, we also are bringing awareness and raising money, helping our flagship station 96 won the game with their Helen DeVos Children's Hospital Radiothon, an annual event that they're doing today and tomorrow. The Helen DeVos Children's Hospital on Michigan's Medical Miles, one of the top children's hospitals in America. And they raise money and bring awareness every year. If you want to donate, provide a gift. I have the quick links at Huge Show on Twitter, The Huge Show on Facebook. Let's go talk to John U. Bacon. New York Times bestselling author. He knows everything about Michigan football. How you doing, my friend? I'm doing very well, Big Bill. How yourself? Good. Um, I'm doing fantastic. I, I can't believe the last two years for Michigan. I thought last year was, oh, that's a year you're going to get every 10 years. And they come right back and they take it next level. Just, uh, uh, I'm almost speechless how unbelievable this year has been so far for Harbaugh and Michigan football. 
especially when you consider that uh, you changed quarterbacks after about two or three games. So pretty amazing. And, of course, you lost one of your biggest players from last year. Hell, a few of them. Hutchinson, of course, uh, Ojabo, and all the rest. So uh, it's been uh, a tour de force. I'm not sure which year, frankly, Bill, is more impressive after coming off a 2-4 and four debacle in 2020 when, Bill, if you left it up to the fans, I don't know if Harbaugh would have had a job and Ward Manuel wisely signed him for another contract, do or die, I grant you. Um, but, uh, boy, 20, what, they're 25-2 and two since then. Not bad. Well, you, know, you talk about that contract and Harbaugh humbled by having to take a pay cut, which normally you never see. Uh, anybody at a school like Michigan or a name like Harbaugh take a pay cut and the do or die. And the fact that uh, a lot of people seem content if Harbaugh was leaving for the Vikings job or the NFL uh, early 2022, and here you are, uh, the number two team in America, Big Ten champions again, uh, put a butt whooping on Ohio State in Columbus, and uh, you get two W's, you're a national champion. No kidding. Um, and, I mean, right now, they really are the number two team in the in the nation. I think Georgia is still a notch better than Michigan is, but not the three notches they were last year. And they're favored against a very good TCU team. So uh, what a difference two years makes. And back to that big bet. Ward Manuel made a big bet against the advice of many people close to him, I think. Um, likewise, Harbaugh swapped out six of his ten assistant coaches. That is another big boy bet right there, and the kind of bet that you think might pay off ideally in two, three, four years, but it had to pay off that year or they're all gone, and it did. So those are two pretty huge bets, and you throw the third one in, uh, taking J.J. McCarthy over Cade McNamara, who just won you a Big Ten title, uh, which was clearly the right move, as tough as I'm sure it was. And uh, they did not get there by playing it safe. You have to conclude that. Yeah, some unbelievable moves inside uh, the University of Michigan. Uh, Harbaugh, his staff, players, and man, they they pushed all the right buttons. I, I'm, I'm trying to find a negative of uh, the last couple of years connected to Michigan football on or off the field. And I know uh, the Mozzie Smith story is out there, but uh, there haven't been many. Haven't been many, and I think the Mozzie Smith story is frankly largely a failure of public relations more than uh, legal actions. As you know, today he pleaded guilty to a misdemeanor gun charge, and the Amber Police Department, as reported by Angelique Shingalis, you know her very well, of course, um, just uh, reported that, um, to be clear, what, what was the phrase here? Make, make sure I get this one right. Um, blah, 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 blah. I'm scrolling here. It's, it's all piling up too fast. Don't but anyway, worry about it. Uh, he was, the gun was not loaded at the time. That's the point. Um, now, maybe these are distinctions without a difference, obviously. Um, but uh, anyway, so I'm not saying it's a great situation by any means. If they'd gotten the word out earlier, I think they would have been a lot better off uh, from a PR point of view. But uh, if that's the biggest thing that happens to Michigan this year off the field, then they should walk away clean. And he did uh, officially plead guilty to a misdemeanor, right? That is correct. Yeah, today. so again, uh, he didn't put anybody in harm's way. I'm not condoning it, and I do agree with you uh, why they sat on it and didn't explained that um, he cooperated, did all this, and it wouldn't be one one-hundredth of the story it became for, you know, about a week cycle. Yeah, I think that's about right. And look, I mean, it's back to the Don Canham edict, never turn a one-day story into a two-day story. And related to that, Bill, if you have bad news, when this it clearly is bad news when your player gets arrested for 
uh, a gun infraction, um, then it's far better to get the news out yourself than to wait for people to find out through county records and whatnot. Um, so that would have been much wiser that way. But, uh, but at any rate, PR aside, um, on the grand scale, you've got guys like Blake Corm, of course, delivering dinners on Thanksgiving and whatnot. It's been uh, a very positive year for Michigan football, and it seems like a very unified team. And, and they do the team, the team, the team. And uh, yeah, I thought John Beeline sent out a tweet that I screenshotted and shared with my audience on Twitter and Facebook where, you know, in this uh, name, image, and likeness era, this transfer portal party uh, situation we have every year now, uh, they look and feel and play like a team the last two years. Yeah, and I mean, and you saw the difference in 2019 and 2020. Uh, the team 2019, we all thought, and that's when my book Overtime was coming out, uh, that was going to be the year they're ranked in the top five. They're going to make a real run for the whole thing, having almost done it the year before, 10-game winning streak, which, of course, ended in Columbus um, with another whooping by the Buckeyes, of course, down there. And 2019, they had all kinds of talent, but the team did not get unified. They were not very close, as I understand it. And 2020, even less so. So changing the coaches certainly helped change the culture, and they seem to attract perhaps a higher caliber uh, teammate in the process. So they had talent, a lot of it in 2019, but they didn't have a team, and that's the difference. You know, you go back to that overtime book, and I'm glad you brought that up because that's where I was going, and John U. Bacon, New York Times bestselling author based in Ann Arbor. He knows everything inside and out when it comes to University of Michigan Athletics joining us on the Meyer Guest Line. Do you see anything from that book and all the conversations you had during that year with Harbaugh and Michigan football that kind of showed the future where the team is at now? Wow, good question. Um, boy, I, I tell you what, I did not see. I, I thought if Harbaugh went nine and three, ten and two last year, that would vindicate Ward Manuel. That would vindicate Jim Harbaugh as a great season. If if anybody else out there saw twelve and zero coming, thirteen and zero of course after um, after I'm sorry twelve and one after losing to Michigan State of course um, they were smarter than I was because I didn't see that happening and this year going thirteen and zero the way they did I thought looking at the schedule and they had a very soft non conference schedule as you know but you know as tough as anybody's in the conference you've got to play Penn State and Michigan State and so on um, I thought they would be probably eleven and one after Ohio State. They're winning down there. They've not done it in 20 years, 22 years. Um, that just seemed like too too far a challenge, especially when Ohio State was also undefeated. And, Bill, Ohio State's got 14 five-star players. Michigan has three. On paper, that should not have been a game the other way. And, man, you could not tell that on game day down in Columbus. John Bacon, New York Times bestselling author, Michigan Insider, joining us here on the Huge Show Across Michigan. Have you what what changes from sitting down in multiple books and stories and events and everything you're a part of there in Ann Arbor connected to Harbaugh? Where has he changed, and how have those changes maybe helped him as a coach in the Michigan program the last two years? I think the biggest change, honestly, was getting closer to his players. Uh, as corny as that might sound, you see it in the press conferences after the games. It used to often just be Jim by himself, um, Jim Harbaugh, that is, and now it's. Him with Mike Sainer still, of course, and uh, other stars in the defense. Um, 
He wants to get those guys in as fast as possible and get himself off the stage as fast as possible. There seems to be a bond with this coaching staff and the players that was not complete before. So I think the biggest change is off the field and not the X's and O's, although that certainly has improved as well. Uh, this football team, uh, I know there was some crazy talk, like, hey, is J.J. with the best to have ever played? You know, I said, no way. And then I thought, well, gosh, if he leads them to a national championship and they beat TCU in the semifinal and they get some revenge against Georgia and you look at uh, what a, a young quarterback did in one year, I, I guess he would be in that conversation, which is kind of crazy, considering this is his first year starting. Both of those reactions are mine. On the one hand, on paper, no way. There have been a lot of great quarterbacks at Michigan, and J.J. is hardly complete. This is his first year starting at Michigan, and he's made uh, some mistakes along the way, including a bad interception against uh, Purdue, naturally. Um, I'm letting a cat out here, Bill. Sorry about that. Otherwise, the cat's going to bother our interview. So cats are very uncooperative, it turns out. But anyway, uh, he's out. Um, but the flip side is, look, they're 13-0. and uh, and he was—he clearly had to have the game of his life against Ohio State, especially with Blake Corm, your best player out, and he did. Uh, now, a lot of those passes were kind of backyard passes, long bombs that there's no one around. They're more about scheming than about uh, Tom Brady threading the needle kind of passes. Uh, but he made very good judgments, and unlike most quarterbacks uh, at Michigan, he can run as well as he can pass, and that has proven to be essential for Michigan down the road. And his judgment's been quite good. I think next year he'll be a substantially better quarterback than he was this year, but Man, if, he, if he's end up being 14-0 to play Georgia, whatever happens, you got to put him on a short list. Harbaugh, uh, win or lose uh, against TCU or if they get to the title game against Georgia, or God forbid we would have the biggest college football game and one of the biggest sporting events, if not the biggest, uh, the state of Michigan has ever seen with Michigan-Ohio State at SoFi for the national championship. Uh, is Harbaugh at Michigan the rest of his career? Is this his final stop? Well, I mean, we've all learned, Bill, never say never, obviously, but uh, that's my guess. Um, and I can tell you a few things that we do know. Uh, talking to Jim Hackett from Grand Rapids, obviously, or there many, many years, decades. Um, Jim Hackett told me when he was the AD and he hired Harbaugh a month or two into his tenure at Michigan, uh, Hackett's that is, that he said, Jim, what's the future look like? And Harbaugh said, uh, I've got unfinished business in the NFL, and after seven years, I'm going to take a look. That's exactly what he did after seven years. So he was not fooling Hackett. He was up front with the recruits and the coaches, which cost him a, a PR black eye, of course, for a few months there. Uh, but at least he kept his credibility with those recruits uh, and those current players, of course. Um, after he came back, after the flirtation with Vikings, he said, uh, I'll, I'll be here as long as you'll have me, to Ward Manuel. said it publicly. He's repeated that since then. Um, and, I mean, look, Jim's got his pros and cons, like all of us, and his strengths and weaknesses. But as Bruce Motti, the former sports information director, asked me when that whole thing ended, he said, have you ever known Jim to lie? And I haven't. Um, so you don't always like what he has to say. I don't always agree with him, but I've never known him to lie, ever. Um, so if that's the case, then my guess is he's there at Michigan as long as they'll have him. And the family is having a great time. Now, being 25-2 and two over the last 
24 months never hurts. Um, but uh, the kids are growing up in Ann Arbor. They're going to his school. And right now, of course, the Love Fest has returned for Harbaugh and the town. That is not hurt. So if I had to bet right now, I think Harbaugh is at Michigan for the rest of his career. And by the way, uh, with a foundation led by J.J. McCarthy and Donovan Edwards, I've been saying this all week, that I believe Michigan will be the pre and a wealth of other young talent, that Michigan will be the preseason number one team in college football going into 2023. Well, with some of that line coming back, which is now one and two with Georgia for the Joe Moore Award, is the best line in college football. They won it last year, and four of those five graduated and left. Um, you've got that you know chunk of that line coming back, and you've shown you can re- replicate it. If you've got Donovan Edwards coming back in the backfield, one of the most explosive tailbacks out there, and you got J.J. McCarthy coming back, boy, that's uh, that may well be the case. It will depend in part, Bill, I think, on how they play against TCU and, if they get there, Georgia or Ohio State. Um, but uh, they've got to be a top five, and if they play well in these next two games, even if they don't win it, um, they will. Um, I think you're right. They'll be number one. John U. Bacon, New York Times uh, best-selling uh, author. Before I let you go, there was something uh, you said that caught my attention. Uh, strengths and weaknesses of hardball. But what would you right now define those as? On the strength side and the weaknesses side. Strength uh, and enthusiasm unknown to mankind. That was his dad's mantra, and he's got it in spades. He's got insane levels of energy. And this is a guy who had a 14-year NFL career. He's got nothing to prove, and he's got, you know, he had the money and all the rest. So to put in these kinds of hours, and I'm looking at Deion Sanders doing that right now also, it's very rare for a great player to come back to be a great coach because it takes too much. So I'd say energy levels, I'd say honesty. He's been, again, whether you like him or not, um, he's been direct and straight about every issue that I've dealt with him on. Um, and I'd say also he's become what used to be a weakness and now is a great strength, uh, delegating better to his staff uh, and getting closer to his players. Weaknesses, uh, he's not done much to endear himself to other coaches. We know that. Uh, not just at Michigan State, but also at Ohio State and really throughout the Big Ten. It's a minor miracle that the Big Ten voted him the coach of the year this year because usually it goes to a team that performs better than expected, of course, a team that was 3-9 three and, three and nine ends up being, you know, 8-4 and four or something, and that didn't happen this year. Um, so he hasn't got too many friends in the Big Ten, and he hasn't got too many friends in the media. He's not necessarily all that media savvy a person. I don't guess the concern of his is why he's not. Uh, but I would say those are two things that often cost him. They don't necessarily have to. But uh, those are not, I don't think, his priorities. Uh, what's the next book adventure for you, John? You? Uh, great question. Sorting that out right now. But in the meantime, we're pushing the Great Halifax Explosion for a six-part TV series. Not at all a done deal yet. Uh, and will likely be a play with Jeff Daniels at Purple Rose Theater. Uh, Let Them Lead, which came out last year about my experience coaching the Huron High School hockey team. Jim Bernstein, who wrote Mighty Ducks 3 and Renaissance Man with Danny DeVito and Marky Mark. Um, he's almost done with the screenplay on that, so we'll see about that. And then uh, I'm exploring book options as we speak, so I'll keep you it, keep it posted on that one, Bill. I think the last two years of Harbaugh might be a good book. I've heard that. <laughs> uh oh! I might have. Uh, did I win the game show? Did I no, win the game, won the show, game show? No, no. I've, I've signed. I've done no deals on that, and signed no deals yet. Uh, and I may not. Um, 
But uh, I can say I'm kicking myself that the years I cover the team, of course, they have a 10-game losing winning streak snap, and then they uh, they are disappointing in 2019. Boy, the luck you'd have to have to uh, write a book last year or this year would be incredible, and I did not have that luck. So yeah, I was uh, I was saying when you said I may or may not, I'm thinking I didn't know John you was running for politics. I may or may not, Bill. <laughs> I'm not telling you. I may or may not. Yeah, it would have been. You know what? I, I will say probably, well, either year. If you jumped in from the start through the year, either year had so many stories because the unexpected from last year and then J.J. and the things they've been through and what they did in Columbus. You're right. That would have been one hell of a book. Really. Oh, yeah. And well, you also got the drama between Cade McNamara, who's just ongoing, as we know. Uh, he's, he, he's got to just go go to Iowa and play, and that's it. You know what? Uh, no, one, no one dislikes him. It was purely a football business move going to J.J. That's it. Well, and it's pretty hard to argue against it, isn't it? You're 13-0. So it's a pretty hard claim to make that he picked the wrong guy. Harbaugh did. Well, and that, uh, and that probably makes Cade even more PO'd because Harbaugh made sure. the right decision. And J.J. went one step further off the incredible year that Cade had last year. So, again, he's still early 20s. Uh, you had to be a leader. You got to have some moxie, some ego. And J.J. went and took it next level. There you go. Exactly right. And look, last year they had Haskins. They had that line, of course, and they had the defensive ends. They didn't have that this year. So we knew going into that Ohio State game that J.J. McCarthy had to play the best game of his career, and he did. And uh, God bless Cade McNamara, but I'm not sure if he's capable of that level of game. We'll never know, of course, in fairness. Um, And, hey, he won Michigan's first uh, Big Ten title in 18 years and beat Ohio State for the first time in forever. So he'll be rightly remembered for those things, and I don't think anybody's wishing him ill in Iowa, nor should they. So, John, uh, you, before I let you go, uh, how will the end play out for Harbaugh and Michigan football? How will the what play out? The, how will the end here? Will it end, end against TCU? Will it end? I don't think so. I think uh, TCU in LA? is the second. I think TCU is the second most talented team Michigan has faced, but I don't think they're more talented than Ohio State. I don't think TCU's you know, great quarterback and receivers are better than Ohio State's. Um, so they've faced a team like this before. Um, I don't think TCU's defense is anywhere near as good as Ohio State's, although they didn't, they didn't play very well that game. But I think that's on the defensive coordinator on the crazy schemes. And, Bill, correct me if I'm wrong, but playing cover zero repeatedly, uh, as one coach once told me, when you're playing cover zero, somebody's band is going to play. Either you get blitz them and get a sack, or they're going to smoke you on wide-open receivers, which happened several times in that game, of course. Um, so I put that more in the D.C. than the uh, talent at Ohio State. I think Michigan will beat TCU, um, maybe by a touchdown or two. Um, Georgia, they'll still be underdogs and should be underdogs. Georgia, you know, on paper, certainly is a better team. Uh, but, man, if you've got that kind of confidence going and you're 14-0 at that point, one game, anything can happen, Lord knows. So at that point, who knows? Um, so I, would, I don't know if I'd bet on Michigan versus Georgia at this stage, but I would bet on them versus TCU. Uh, and, look, you get to the college football finals, um, something that no Big Ten team has done for a while. Um, how can you not call that a great season for Michigan and for Harbaugh? It's always a great conversation with John U. Bacon, New York Times bestselling author. Also, he knows everything that's going on in Ann Arbor. Joining us on the Meyer Guest Line, John U., uh, wonderful conversation. My best to you and your family during the holidays, and enjoy that Final Four matchup with Michigan and TCU. All right. Thanks, Bill.
All right, John U. Bacon checking in on the Meyer Guest Line. Remember, you can gear up for Michigan. Quality license, official team gear, a huge selection. Always had that great Meyer price inside the team gear department at your local Meyer. And if you want to win a trip for two, chartered airfare for two, three nights at a luxurious Scottsdale, Arizona resort, two tickets to the game, all this courtesy of the Alumni Association of the University of Michigan and Soren Eagle. Uh, just text the word "Go Blue." Make it one word: "Go Blue" to twenty one thousand two one zero zero zero. Go Blue, one word to twenty one thousand. You have to be twenty one and up. One entry per phone number. The winner will be announced on December fourteenth at noon. Good luck and enter to win that maize and blue trip of a lifetime. Text the one word together: uh, "Go G O B L U E." to 21,000, and you could win that maize and blue trip of a lifetime, courtesy of Soren Eagle and the Alumni Association of the University of Michigan. From Grand Rapids to Detroit, this show is huge. It's time to go in the huddle. It's a new day to celebrate and be free. It's a new day full of action and excitement because it's a new day for winning only at Soaring Eagle Casino and Resort. It's a new day. Visit SoaringEagleCasino.com. Championship week has come and gone. Georgia beat LSU in the SEC title game 50-30 to and the number one Bulldogs retain that position in the upcoming college football playoff. The same can be said for Michigan. They handled Purdue 43-22 to in the Big Ten title game but they too stayed put. Things got dicey however in the Pac-12 and Big 12 championship games and saw both number three TCU and number four USC lose. TCU lost their game against Kansas State in overtime 31-28, while USC had their doors blown off by Utah 47-24, a team that they had already lost to earlier in the year. Now TCU remained right where they should be after an undefeated season and an overtime loss in their championship game, their 13th of the season. USC, however, they have now two losses, both to the same team, and they were knocked out of the top four by the college football playoff committee. Have you been to a Grand Rapids Gold basketball game yet inside Van Andel Arena? They're the Denver Nuggets G League team, and they feature talent from Kentucky, Baylor, Stanford, Duke, and more. Get your tickets now at Ticketmaster.com or the Van Andel Arena box office. And don't forget their home game specials. Tuesdays, two-for-one tickets. Thursdays, $2 beers and $2 dogs. And the Sunday Family 4-Pack. Get four tickets and a $20 concession voucher for only 50 bucks. Get your Grand Rapids Gold tickets now. Imagine this, winning big at Soaring Eagle and filling your sleigh with $100,000. Come out for Reindeer Games every Friday in December from 6 to 10 p.m. Each hour, two players have the chance to pick a lucky reindeer and win up to $100,000 cash. Don't miss your chance at huge holiday winnings only at Soaring Eagle Casino and Resort. Your getaway, reimagine. Visit SoaringEagleCasino.com for complete rules and details. They say consistency is the key to success. They weren't wrong. So how about grabbing a beer that's consistently smooth, consistently refreshing, and consistently light? You might just find that the road to success can be pretty enjoyable. Michelob Ultra, the perfect balance of taste and refreshment in only 2.6 carbs and 95 calories. It's only worth it if you enjoy it. Enjoy responsibly. Anheuser-Busch Michelob Ultra Light Beer, St. Louis, Missouri. 
The 57th Annual GLI is back in tournament form and ready to rock and end the arena in Grand Rapids. Featuring the Michigan State Spartan. Goal for Michigan State. The Ferris State Bulldog. The Bulldog bumps at the number two ranked team. Western Michigan Broncos. I call him on a shot. He's Michigan Tech Huskies. The Huskies are going crazy. The Great Lakes Invitational at Andal Arena in Grand Rapids, December 27th and 28th. College hockey at its best. Tickets are on sale now at Ticketmaster.com. You're listening to The Huge Show on the Michigan Sports Network. We'll talk to John Borton, senior insider columnist for the Wolverine.com. He joins us uh, from Ann Arbor. And uh, Johnny, I know we talked a couple of times this year. I thought last year was a generational season, something you might see once every 10 years. And here's Michigan now, even in a better spot at 13 and 0 and a nine and a half point favorite on the DraftKings Sportsbook app big board over TCU with a great shot to get to the championship game this year. Yeah, pretty incredible. Uh, Jim Arbaugh said the other day, you know, he can't. Uh, his mouth hardly forms the the words thirteen and zero. It just doesn't sound like a uh, a football reality, and yet it is for this team. Uh, I'll tell you what, they're uh, they're in a position, as you said, to uh, to have a great shot at this thing. I think they can uh, get it done against TCU. Although uh, you look at that quarterback, Max Duggan, and he uh, almost single handedly. Uh, didn't win it for them the other day, but uh, kept them in the number three spot. And uh, you get to that championship game, I don't think Georgia is as good as it was last year. Still very, very good, though. And Heck, if you had Michigan-Ohio State as a championship game, that would be the most hyped game maybe in the history of college football. Why do you like Michigan to win two games and be national champions? And what concerns you the most as we head into the Final Four? Well, I would say uh, the fact uh, what I like about their chances is simply the the level at which they continue to play, and it's uh, it's almost this formula where they're uh, like that boxer feeling out the opponent in the early going, and then. Uh, come halftime when they've got everybody feeling like you're on the edge of your seat and, wow, this could go right down to the wire. They just uh, come out and start beating on people and uh, pull away and wear people down. And I think that that's uh, a really good formula to win. But when you reach this level, I mean, I think they're going to do that. I would expect the same thing in this TCU game, that uh, TCU will be there for a a half and uh, maybe more and hang right in there. But in the end, I think Michigan's got too much offensively and defensively. You get to those, uh, that final game though. And if it's Georgia, I just, uh, my worry would be um, that in a, in a slightly compromised, and this is, is no insult to uh, certainly uh, Michigan and it's uh, Beck's depth but when you go into that last one without Blake Corum and you've got a, a, a front that continues to be as talented as Georgia has, um, you just you just wonder how they're going to hold up in that game. I, I expect Georgia to uh, to take down Ohio State, 
and uh, I would say they will be favored against Michigan. Uh, it's it's going to have to be the sort of execution that you saw in a in that Ohio State game in big plays for for Michigan and. You know, I, I just think that Georgia's defense is going to throw a lot more at them than uh, than the Buckeyes did. John Borden, senior columnist from the Wolverine.com, joining us on the Meyer Guest Line, talking about Michigan and the college football playoff Final Four against TCU. New Year's Eve kick will be a little after 4 p.m. If you want to get in on that contest to win that trip for two to go to the game, uh, text the word "Go Blue" as one word out of twenty-one thousand. Uh, what would be your biggest surprise with this team, uh, win or lose, on uh, New Year's Eve? Uh, when you look at this squad, uh, what has surprised you the most, Johnny B? I would say my biggest surprise, Bill, is the fact that, uh, you know, you've changed defensive coordinators in the offseason. You lost Aiden Hutchinson and uh, and David Ojabo, and everybody was saying, at least outsiders were saying, wow, this offense is really going to have to cover for this defense. And you had, you've got maybe arguably the best Michigan defense since 1997. I mean, this is, uh, they come at you in waves in terms of being able to rush off the edges. They're strong up the middle. Uh, they've got uh, talent and young talent. You see Will Johnson picking off a pair of passes in, uh, in this, uh, in the Ohio State game and, uh, it's it's just one of those deals where um, Michigan is is really really good. I, I said Ohio State, I meant Purdue, um, but it, it's um, it's the defense. It's the defense because we we had a good clue that uh, offensively they were going to be pretty strong, but to, to see them be able to defend like they have all throughout the year, uh, that that's just uh, that's really really been the biggest surprise to me. So, what's your early prediction? Uh, will Michigan win one, two, or none uh, in the college football playoff? I would say. I feel fairly certain that they will win one. Um, and I, I certainly think they have a chance. They, they get in that game with Georgia. Like I said, I don't think that Georgia is uh, as strong as it was last year. They've had some moments where they've uh, been in trouble in games. And I think Michigan has a real shot. But uh, I would say one for sure. And uh, then, you know, you take your chances. Johnny B, we'll talk uh, when we get closer to the game. Always appreciate your time. Uh, this is special. Uh, the Michigan fan enjoying the last two years. It's unbelievable, and it's not over yet. We'll talk soon. Absolutely. Thanks, Bill. Everything huge 24-7 at thehugeshow.net. Football fans can turn a loss into a win with the king of sportsbooks. Hi, this is Matt Shepard. Just place a single first touchdown score or prop bet on any Monday or Thursday pro football game. If your bet loses, you'll receive up to $25 back in free bets. This offer is available all season long. Wager confidently and take your game to the next level with BetMGM. Just log on to your account or download the BetMGM app and sign up today. Then wager on any player to score the first touchdown in any Monday or Thursday pro football game. And if your bet misses, 
lose, you'll still get up to $25 back in free bets. Visit BetMGM.com for terms and conditions. Must be 21 years of age or older to wager. Michigan only. This is a new and existing customer offer. All promotions are subject to qualification and eligibility requirements. Rewards issued as non-withdrawable free bets or site credit. Free bets expire seven days from issuance. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-270-7117 for confidential help. Excludes Michigan disassociated persons. Bill Simonson here for my good friend Tom Rosenbach. Now, he's a managing partner at Bean Carter. They're one of America's top accounting and business firms. They're based in downtown Grand Rapids. They now have merged with Dorn Mayhew from the east side of the state, and they're stronger than ever before in the state of Michigan, the Midwest, and coast-to-coast when it comes to your accounting and business needs. Find out more at beancarter.com. That's B-E-E-N-E-G-A-R-T-R.com. Also, Tom has stepped up with $1,500 in cash in the Beat Huge Pro Football Picks Contest. Now, if you beat my picks just one week, you'll be in the drawing at the end of the pro football season for $1,500 in cash from Tom Rosenbach and Bean Garter. Thursday night game is always a freebie. You have until Sunday morning to play every week through the big game. You can play once or play every week. Do what you want to, but get your picks in now at thehugeshow.net. Imagine this, winning big at Soaring Eagle. Drift into winter on a new snowmobile. Saturday, December 3rd, 10th, 17th, and 24th, one player every hour from 6 to 10 p.m. scores $500 in premium play. At 11 p.m., one lucky winner takes home a new Polaris Pro RMK slash snowmobile. Only at Soaring Eagle Casino and Resort. Your getaway. Reimagine. Visit SoaringEagleCasino.com for complete rules and details. Deals you can believe in at Meyer Right now, save $10 on your next in-store purchase with coupon printed at checkout when you spend $100 or more. And get Meyer Spiral Sliced Half Ham for $0.89 cents per pound. Limit two. Fashion or winter boots or slippers for the family are buy one, get one for a dollar when you shop in-store. And December home lifelike trees are 40% off. Find everything you need for the holidays and get the same low Meyer prices no matter how you shop. Exclusions apply. See all the deals in the Meyer app. You're listening to The Huge Show on the Michigan Sports Network. The Huge Show is back live across Michigan. Superfly Hayes, our executive producer. I mentioned Helen DeVos Children's Hospital Radiothon is going on today and tomorrow uh, with our flagship station, 96.1 The Game and iHeart West Michigan, Tim Fagan, Dave Taft, all their on-air, off-air team uh, really stepping up and partnering with Helen DeVos uh, Children's Hospital. Uh, it's an incredible endeavor. It really is. Uh, the Miracle Mile, the Michigan Medical Mile, whatever you want to call it, uh, Kelly Dyer, Uh, is president of the Corwell Health Foundation. I know I keep saying uh, Spectrum, Helen DeVos Children's Hospital Foundation. Uh, She's standing by here to tell us about the Radiothon and how you can help and uh, where the needs are and where your money uh, would be going. How you doing, Kelly? Hey, Bill. Thanks so much for having me. Yeah, appreciate you hanging around. Uh, Busy day. I know for uh, your team, the Radiothon, uh, let's talk about uh, what the needs are uh, for Helen DeVos Children's Hospital and uh, where the money from this Radiothon will go. 
Uh, we, we've been having the, the greatest time. As you, you mentioned earlier, we kicked off Radiothon, our 23rd annual Radiothon benefiting Helen DeVos Children's Hospital um, last night with a great outdoor concert. Um, Marin Taylor, who's a, a country music star in Nashville, but has uh, her roots in Rockford, Michigan, came up and, and donated her her time to sing for a group and kick off Radiothon. It's going to be a couple of really special days, and, and we're telling some wonderful stories of, of patients and families that are um, being impacted by philanthropy of this wonderful community. So we're excited for the for today and tomorrow. I know it's a personal mission for you, Kelly. Uh, what's your what's your? I know there are great stories every day at Helen DeVos Children's Hospital, but yeah. uh, what would be a story that uh, sticks with you and will stay with you for the rest of your life? Connected. Uh, to the children at Helen DeVos Children's Hospital and the team there. Yeah, you're, you're right. There's I, the the great gift that I have is I get to interact and and hear the stories of patients and their families that are that are impacted by our great physicians every day. Um, you know, I'll tell you one of the stories that I I think of um, regularly um, is one of my first weeks on the job when I was when I was here um, with the foundation. Um, I had a family come and visit me, um, and they talked about a fundraiser or golf outing they've been doing um, in memory of their son, um, and they've been doing the golf outing for around 30 years, and each year they donate some of that money to Helen DeVos Children's Hospital to help advance and support families of kids um, facing cancer. Um, and I think about that family all the time um, because that's a, that's an example of how you know philanthropy is helping that family um, and and dealing with a really sad um, situation, but then um, doing some good out of it and, and helping other families that are facing a similar journey. So I, I think about that family all the time. So grateful for them. Yeah, Kelly Dyer is president Corwell Health Foundation, uh, Helen DeVos Children's Hospital Foundation. We're talking about the radiothon going on today and tomorrow. A final thought question uh, for somebody listening right now who's thinking about if they should make a gift or donation today, uh, what would you say to them? I would say first, thank you for for being part of this wonderfully generous community of givers. And and we really see it as a community of givers. Every dollar that people um, choose to give to us really goes, 100% of those dollars goes to supporting the patients and families that we serve. And so, you know, I just would like to say thank you from the bottom of my heart and on behalf of all of us and all of our our kids and families that are going to be with us over the holidays. You know, thank you for supporting Radiothon and our work to try to support them, you know, through their journey with us. Uh, Kelly, uh, it's awesome to partner uh, with iHeart West Michigan, Tim Fagan and, and the crew uh, and your team at Corwell Health Foundation, Helen DeVos Children's Hospital Foundation, Radiothon going on today and tomorrow. For anybody listening, I have the quick link on how you can donate. It's up at Huge Show on Twitter, The Huge Show on Facebook. My best to you, Kelly, and keep up the great work. Oh, thanks so much, and we so appreciate you, Bill. Thanks for having me on. Yeah, there's awesome people, and like I said, it's the Miracle Mile. Uh, when you look at uh, the old Spectrum, which is now Corwell uh, Health Systems, and you look at VAI, you look at everything there. Uh, man, uh, the MSU Sakia Medical School, the Doug Meyer Innovation Building with Michigan State and more. Special place, and what the Helen DeVos uh, Children's Hospital Radiothon uh, and what will Come from it with the money raised. Tim Fagg and I, Heart West Michigan, a lot of respect from the huge show and the Michigan Sports Network. 
We are back live across Michigan, wrapping up our Thursday broadcast. Superfly Hayes, well done as always. I'm getting a lot of people asking me about that maize and blue trip of a lifetime giveaway. That's happening Wednesday, December 14th at noon. If you're 21 and up, just text Go Blue together as one word, G O B L U E, to 21000, and you could win that trip, airfare tickets, luxurious resort, and more courtesy of Soren Eagle and the Alumni Association of the University of Michigan. Uh, just text Go Blue, one word, to 21000. Bad. 